Welcome back. It's season two, episode eight of the BBH podcast. What is up, gentlemen? My cholesterol. You said that last time too. We'll did take I it. really? You did. Uh, I'm old. Did. I forget what I say. I know. <laughs> let's else? do. Let's do our normal, like quick, quick, like roundtable. Who's here? I'll start. I guess. Your okay. host, Bill Moretti. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to my left. What's up? Your favorite brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. My only brother-in-law. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, yeah, That's I guess. Makes my favorite. If it's a favorite, <laughs> yeah. If it's a favorite, I guess you got to take that title. So someone got to. I'll take it. All right. And I'm Bill Moretti Sr., known as Dad. What's going on? Not too much. Not too much. Just got back from our Illinois trip here, and I guess that's what we're doing here. You guys, yeah. You guys look tired. Yeah. We're tired. We've been grinding. It's been it's been tiring. Yep. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a 2023 Illinois recap on this podcast, and uh, yeah. I don't know, Dad. Do you want to start? I mean, Nick, you can put your two cents in anytime you want to, but this is basically uh, me and Dad trip. Take it away, old man. Okay. <laughs> Talking to me or Dad? <laughs> <laughs> your father. Want to start, Dad? Go for it. All right. Yeah. Hey, how the trip started out with a lot of excitement, just, you know, just getting geared up to go and getting packed up. I didn't get to hunt PA this year because just of my, my schedule, the way things are going. But that's going to change after this year, mm-hmm. you know, and can't wait for it. So I was really looking forward to getting away and actually doing doing 10 good straight days of hunting. There. Finally hunting, getting into it, and yeah. sitting in stand and putting a lot of hours in stand. Yeah, exactly. I uh, couldn't wait to get there. and You know, we drove straight through. We made it in record time. We were like an hour ahead of schedule from any other at least an hour. No, I'd say an hour and a half quicker. That's, yeah, lead foot. You were cruising. <clears throat> oh, I was motoring. Just just wanted to get there and get there early. We had the big cold front rolling in, too, so we yeah. were excited about that. We were and, very excited about that here. And, like, anybody wants to come out, now's the time, man. This cold front's coming through. And it was great. We ended up getting temperatures down into the high teens and for the lows and, you know, upper 30s for the highs. And uh, we were just pumped to get out there. And then, uh, well, we started our hunt on the first day. I couldn't wait to get in the woods. <clears throat> um, it was the afternoon. We went we went out early afternoon, you know, get a couple stand, stands taken in, get them set up. Some cameras put out. and Put a couple cameras yep. out, yeah, try to get back and stand by 1 or 2 o'clock or get to the stand we were going to hunt, you know. Got up, and, got up and stand. I'm all excited here. And, well, right down over the hill on the neighboring property, I heard a gunshot. I'm like, oh, must be some kind of small game season. And then I heard another one. Then I heard 400 more. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you had a rough go to start. Oh, my God. It was it was disgusting. And, and you know, um, Tannerite, they were shooting Tannerite down there. and I mean, it was loud because I'm up on the hill, and they're shooting toward me, but it, through, their, through their tree line and through a cornfield, but they were a lot lower, you know, I wasn't really worried about yeah, any bullets coming my way, but, but, um, so I, I, you know, I figured like, what the hell? I, I listened to it for about an hour and then I decided, you know what? I'm going to rattle just for the hell of it. So I rattled. Might as well make some noise too, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to make some noise. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're pissing me off and they shoot as they start. Now they're starting to shoot semis and automatics and, and now I'm really getting pissed off. So I sit down. 
you know, not really realizing that I should be standing because I just rattled 10 minutes ago, you know? Yeah. So about 20 minutes after I rattle, they're shooting away, Don. They're just banging away. And I'm looking out in front of me. I ain't even watching behind me. I'm just sitting there relaxed, chilled, bummed, pissed. Turned my head back just to look behind me one time, and I looked back and standing there 20 yards. There was a, what I could see as being a, I mean, it was wide open. It was right in my shooting lane that I would have wanted a deer to come in, but I couldn't twist my head around far enough to to identify him. I could just, out of the very, very corner of my eye, I, I could see that it looked like a decent rack. So I was stuck in that position for about 15 minutes, and, and, and finally my, my neck got stiff. Finally, I, I seen him, I seen his body like turn, and when he turned, that's when I was, I was able to move my body around, try to get a better look, and right there is whenever he stepped into a thicket. And so I'm waiting for him to come out the other side of the thicket. He's walking away from me at this point, and uh, when he come out of the other end, it was a slight uphill grade I was able to see in it. Um, so I got the glasses on him for about two seconds, you know, and um, it looked like he was pretty decent. I counted at least 10 points that I could see real quick. Don't know if he had any more. But, um, I mean, he had the frame of a potential shooter. Shooter, yep. yeah. So I'm like, wow. That sucker was probably standing there the whole time, you know, for 10 minutes before I even spotted him. Probably come into that rattle and just stood there. So I figured I'll give him a grunt. Give him a grunt, and he turns around. He starts walking back toward me. Now, right then, he's right into that thicket again. Yep. The thicket's at the 20-yard mark, and he figures, I'm waiting for him to step out here. I got my bow ready, and if I can identify him as a as a shooter, I'm, I'm going to take his deer, you know, first evening in a stand, first hour and a half, two hours in a stand. Yep. He's. I could see him coming toward me in the thicket, and I could see brush moving, and I just can't make him out, just can't, you know. And all of a sudden, I, I stood there for like an hour, froze. This deer never come out. I think what he did was made like a little bit of a right turn. And once he got into that part of the thicket, then he could have just walked away behind a cluster of trees that I, I, never, never, I seen never, never got to see him again. Yep. That was the only deer I seen that night. And then the next two days, I didn't see a deer. Yeah, it was slow for it you. It was really slow, really slow on that farm, which is unusual. It's usually a lot of deer on it. Yep. So I, went, I hunted a couple other areas that I always hunt. And, you know, day one, I walked into a couple areas, just check for sign, looking for, see if there's any sign of like a massive one somewhere. You know, you can see those trees that are telephone pole size, usually rubbed. Yep. I didn't see any of those rubs on, you know, them areas that I always see those types of rubs. And uh, scrapes were very minimal on that one tractor path. There was no scrapes. That tractor path is usually torn up. Yep. So I was kind of like, man, where in the hell's all, you know, hit a couple other areas and just took short little walks just into the woods, just enough to check out some stuff and wasn't seeing any big sign. So I went, finally got to hunt an area I really wanted to hunt. And um, I did, I did see some pretty nice bucks in there. Um, that first evening, for next morning I did, you know, I had a couple First evening was great. I think I seen about four or five of them in um, does, and one was chasing a doe, and they were just everything was just funneling right into me, perfect. Every deer come within the ten yard mark. 
every single deer, and I'm in a tree 12 feet. The tree. I was going to say, you were low. You were low hanging. Yeah. The tree was no bigger than probably eight inches. And um, I never got busted. Well, they looked at me a couple times, but I never really got busted. Next morning, same thing happened. That, 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 that Probably the nicest buck, you know, one of the nicer bucks I've seen all week. He come in within six yards, made a scrape right in front of me, and he slowly walked broadside across in front of me, walked away from me at about 15 yards and turned like we're a perfect quartering away shot. But uh, I passed on him. He got the video on as yep. the rest of the week went, it it, it it got, it was good, but, you know, it also got uh, slow at times. It did. The temperature warmed up, too, which I don't know. To me, out there, it, it did. felt like those first, like, three days, cold front, at least on my end of it, there was a lot more activity, and it was, and it felt like the rut, basically. And then after those three days happened, it was like the rut was here and it was gone. Yep. It was like yep. I don't know. It was quick. Even 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 our friend we were staying with Austin Chandler, you know, he's like, man, he says that that farm's like he says if that continues throughout the week, you know, if you if you want to change, he says we can get you on another little piece of property, couple little pieces of property or somewhere. I'm like, no, nah, I'll stick it out. There's I like the farm. I know the farm really well, and that that farm you know, too in the past it always produced a giant. You always seen a giant sometimes. Always there. do, and I, I expected that. You know, because I didn't want to walk through everything. Yep. Um, and I expected that sooner or later I'm going to see one of these giants that I see. Um, and, and it just never happened throughout the week. But I did have one really good evening. Um, actually, it's it was right in the same area to where I'll, I'll just tell you guys a little in, in, in a minute here about when it was just shot there after I left on that farm. Uh, mega. But, um yeah, I was in that same area up along that CRP. Um, I had one great evening there seeing three really nice bucks. Um, uh, shooters, boy, they were really, really close. A um, couple I didn't get a good look at. One I did, and I really thought about taking him. Uh, I, I don't think he made 140, but for the way my week was going, you know, it was a shooter it, it at that was, point. It was, yeah, getting close to being a shooter at that point. I'm looking for, you know, something pretty damn good. I, I want 150s minimum. Um, I always hunted for 170s out there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get a shot at them every year. So you could step down a little bit, you know, just to yeah. Get I mean, once 150s a hell of a buck, you know. Once you know your pocket and your farm and what the deer kind of have, I mean, if you're if that farm doesn't have a 170, um, you're not you're not going to see a 170. No, and, I, and I mean, that, that's how my feeling got the rest as the week went. That there's not one of those big ones on this farm this year. Yep. So I set a camera out the one day. It was later later in the hunt, and I put it along a cornfield edge, looking into the cornfield. I'm like, I'm just gonna you know see what that does because that's gonna pick up every that's gonna cover a lot of area for me across that cornfield. Um. So and the next the next day comes by, I go went and did my morning hunt in the woods where I like like to go, and I go back to the truck at lunch, and I had some lunch, took a little break, and called my son Bill, and he said, "Where are you going?" I said, "You know what? I'm going to go over in that cornfield edge where I put that camera last night. I just got something inkling over there." That was your plan, and we, we talked pretty much every single day. Yeah, lunchtime, and that that was your game plan. I'm like, all right, cool. You got a game plan. I had a game plan for that evening too. I'm like, all right, let's go in and make something happen. Yeah, 
You were set. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm heading in, and I'm I'm going across the cornfield. I'm on my e-bike that Bill bought me. and Them things are a game changer, aren't they? Oh, uh, they were great, especially so nice. whenever you got them long, long jaunts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, those long, especially the fields out there, whenever they're cut, cornfields and everything, they were long. It was a long ways away. Oh, yeah. They made it a big difference. But anyhow, I'm going alongside the cornfield, and I'm getting up closer to where I'm going. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go hunt that CRP. I like I like to get over there every once in a while. And I got I got the perfect win for that. I know that a little better over there. I know there's always potential for big ones over there. So I'll go over there. I did have a good night over there, but as I'm there, it was 5:23. I get a hit on my camera. I look at my phone and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" There's a there's a hundred hundred fifty plus inch buck walking yep. right at broadside. He would have been about a twenty yard shot right off of that camera, right where you said you were gonna sit. Yeah, right where I said <laughs> I was gonna sit that night and changed my mind when I got there and wanted to just go another about three hundred yards. Probably is where I was. Yep. So I was like, "Well, he's coming my way." So I jumped on out of my stand and and I moved closer to that CRP field. I had just actually seen a nice buck that was almost in range there, but not quite a shooter. I'm like, if he does the same thing and comes along that CRP field, I'll get, I will I still got an hour, good hour of daylight left here. He might make it over to me. Yep. So I I hunkered down off the ground there. It was nice because I was up, up slope from him, you know, and everything. But that never happened. But I did get to see some good action. I did have a, a, a nice buck come into my right. I don't think it would have been him. It could have been. Um, ended up, uh, he actually, I, I rattled it. Come in, oh, about 15 minutes after I rattled, and I heard the grunt, and I'm like, it was just one little grunt. I think it was like a locating type of a grunt, yep. look, looking for the buck that just rattled the box. He wanted some quick quick response or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was about my last good evening of hunting, but uh, that's how that all all happened. But after, the, you know, the, the 10 days of hunting was over, and we get home, and then about a day after we're home, I get a Bill and I get a text from Austin, and he's like, "You got, are you guys sitting down for this? I'm sending you a picture that was just shot. That was last night. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just shot. Yeah, it was yesterday on I, that farm. Yep. Right along the edge of CRP. He sent some picture over, and this deer was just that was a that was a, a mega giant, was huge. Yeah. His height on there was just unbelievable. He didn't have a big spread. He was probably only 15, 16 inch spread, I'd say. What do you think that deer scored? I'd say high 160s, 170s. I was thinking 70s, but I, I didn't ask him yet. Yeah. I was just curious what you thought of him. Yeah, yeah. I want you to shoot him a text, you know, see see what he, yeah. I'm thinking high 60s or uh, into the 70s, 75. I'm going to say 70s because he had a couple extra points on him. Yeah, that's true. He did. I mean, he was yeah, almost um, a mainframe ten. Yeah. No, that deer. Yeah, he well, he was a mainframe nine. And then he had to kick her. Yeah, right. He off was his right three. Nine. Yeah. I'm gonna say that deer's in the seventy-ish mark. Yeah. Yeah, he, he probably is. Sixties to seventy. Yeah. Shooter, no doubt. I mean, his, uh, he was a no doubter. If you'd have seen him, just his height would have just, yeah, like, his height was unreal. 
And actually, Austin sent, Bill said he sent us pictures back in August, that deer. Nobody ever told me that deer was on that farm. I had no, if I'd have known that deer was on that farm, I would have really, really, you know, hunted that, well, the area that, that I wanted to be hunting over there. I didn't have the good winds. You would have focused on a little more at least. I would have focused on <laughs> yeah. more, yeah. I had the winds earlier, but wanted to hunt a couple other areas. Remember, I remember him sending those pictures. I don't know where it was from either, but. Yeah, that we was, just never knew what farm it was on. That farm was up for sale, and it still is, and. I'm pretty sure. I know yeah. it wasn't Austin's camera. It was a landowner who had that picture. That's what I figured because Austin didn't have he no didn't, cameras. He, he didn't run no cameras until about 10 days before we got there. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but I do remember all, seeing vote pictures of that. Well, as far as I could tell, you know, he never hit none of my cameras. I don't think that deer was on his feet too much, you know, while we were there. Uh, my best chance would have probably been the first couple of days whenever that weather was cold, but, you know. Never got a good hit on a camera with that deer. No. I had three cameras and locations that are usually pretty prominent. But that's about that's about how mine went. And then day 10 come along, and and uh, that morning, I didn't see a deer. I never seen a deer. What a way to finish a hunt. You were ready to get home at that point because you had other stuff going on. I did. I had, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had uh, I a big crew to... Building a house. Start building that house that day. So I was kind of wanted to kind of finish up my hunt at that point. It was a t- it was kind of a bummer of a hunt this year. Honestly, it was. I mean, you had one taken off the farm. You were hunting before you went. Yeah, yeah. Like right around the one ninety ish mark, one eighty eight. It was it was a beast. Yeah, that deer was a beast. The crazy thing about that deer, are we go, are we like rolling into mine or now? Or you want to finish out with with you, Dad? Yours, okay. Um, no, that deer got a picture of him. Well, from Austin out there, being was shot. Um, that deer, Austin had pictures of him last year, and he was probably 140, 140s inch deer. This year to blow up in the hundred eighty eight inch deer, he put on a ton of inches obviously but yeah he was just amazing i don't think austin had any pictures this year of that deer did he no not before it was shot no not before it was shot yeah nope after it was shot he had to go back through and see his pictures from last year he recognized the big the double the split brows basically so that was a that was a mega for it was definitely uh, the same deer oh 100 100 there's no 100%, doubt it was the same yeah. deer for that deer to put that pack that many inches on one season, that's incredible. Yep. You get that out there. You don't get that around here. No, you don't have that around here. You have no deer. A deer around here is not going to put on 20 inches in a year. I mean, that's pushing it, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look at that one uh, that I seen out there, that one that made that scrape in front of me. You pulled up a picture when we were out there hunting the winter hunt. We went on a second trip last year. <clears throat> you seen that deer and had him on your trail camera. Then you seen hey, him this year. He I seen put him on this nothing. year. He put on, I'd say he put on an inch or two. Hmm. He was identical. Wow. But he was older. Austin mm-hmm. said, you should have shot that thing. You know, that's a, that's an old deer. You know, mm-hmm. you should have just took him off the farm. He put he put on body mass. And it wasn't his what I was antlers, looking for. His rack was, it, it was the same rack as the year before. Yeah. Wow. Soon as he showed me the video, he videotaped him. I'm like, I got that picture. I got the deer, you know, on camera last year. And it, it's the same deer. He grew, same the, rack. He, he grew the identical rack. It was like yep. he never lost it. Yep. Same deer. Yep. Yeah, so 
But no, yeah, rolling into my haunt, I got that picture early before we, before we even left here. Yeah, in a way, it, it actually got me excited. I'm like, all right, there's some, you know, a big one got shot there. There's, I know there's more. I know there was more from last year, trail cam picture-wise. But uh, I was really hoping for that Big Ten to show up again. I had pictures of him last year all the way around. Um, but no, he never showed. Never showed. Uh, I don't know. I started my hunt out with putting stands up like we like we always do, putting cameras up. Same thing, though. All my camera locations, I didn't get hardly any pictures this year. Mm-hmm. Overnight, nothing. It was, like, dead. Nah, me being back home, PA, while you're out there. You were watching. I, I was all, yeah, because we have it all in the same account. And I, yep. You know, I get up for work, and first thing I do is check the reveals. And I was nothing. excited to, you know, see what's going on out there. And I'm like... One it, I'm nothing. like, I'm like, wait, is this PA or is this Illinois? What's yeah. happening here? We honestly <laughs> had more pictures PA cell cam than Illinois cell cam. Mm-hmm. I would say, and they weren't nothing good here either. No, <laughs> no, they weren't. But yeah, it was just like all of our normal spots that I hunted years prior. Mm-hmm. Put cameras out, same spots. It was like nothing, nothing. I mean, they. I mean, I did see. I did notice this year deer still use the same area. But not the same trails, mm-hmm. just totally different. I mean, I, I know that changes every year, but you, I could really see it this year. It was just weird. It was a weird year. Yep, it was. But it was out there, too. There was no big hard rut that I seen. No. You know? I had a couple of days where I seen bucks chasing doe, and it was like, yeah, they chased for 15 minutes, and then, all right, that was it. That was your excitement for the day. Yeah, and you'd see that buck walking away by himself later, too. Mm. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I I, I sat in Austin's uh, grizzly blind a few nights. That thing's sweet. We got to get one of those for mm-hmm. here, definitely. That was really cool. I seen some nice buck out of there. I seen the first night. I seen a bunch of buck out of there. The one was a borderline shooter. I would have probably shot him because it was cool. It was mainframe ten with a couple little kicker points on him. I seen him that night. Had him on camera. Two of my cameras, which is wild. The one camera I was going in. To sit close to that camera. I was probably driving in on my e-bike. I was probably 10 minutes away from that camera. And uh, that deer hit that camera. <laughs> Didn't realize until I got to my stand. I checked my camera or checked my app again. And then I had another camera. I don't know. It was far. Probably, I don't know, six, 700 yards away. That deer was on my one camera and then onto the next camera within 10 minutes. That's amazing. He covered that much ground. Mm-hmm. He basically just hauled, and I—I I mean, I don't think I spooked him. He looked on the, the pic. He wasn't running on the pictures. He was just walking like in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he stopped right in front of both of those cameras. I'm like, what the heck? So that was the first, basically, first in the second day. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be like the normal deer on the north side of this farm that I hunt a lot. I'm gonna see this deer a lot. I'm gonna probably get an opportunity at him. Seen that deer first night on the hoof. Got pictures of him. Then the next morning, two cameras. Did not see that deer ever since. Mm. I don't know where he went. Mm. Wild. I thought it had been a normal deer. Yep. Like all week, I would have probably seen him. But didn't see him anymore. Um, I did see probably a 140-inch 10. I would have shot uh, one night in the Grizzly. And I seen a ton of deer that night, too. Um, Outside of that, I seen I seen a lot of two and three-year-old buck that I would shoot in PA all day long. To me out there, it was like a, 
I don't know. It was just driving me nuts because I probably had a dozen opportunities out there throughout the next week within 20 to 25-yard broadside shots of deer. I, just, I, did, I didn't want to shoot them out there. Mm-hmm. Kept waiting for something bigger. And where I sat, it was always like, I don't know if I sat there too long and it's kind of burning out, but I still seen deer every day and buck every day. Just not the caliber of what you're after. No, and the last couple of years I'd sit there, then I'd I'd move somewhere. And then as soon as I move, a shooter would roll right down through there. So I'm like, this year I'm gonna stick to it a little bit more. And it just never never happened. Never happened. I mean, I did I did rattle quite a bit this year, which is cool. I mean, I had a lot of activity with rattling. Mm-hmm. The one morning I rattled in five buck, there within within ten minutes they were twenty yards or less of me. And as soon as they all showed up in the opening, it was like a parade. Like, all right, it's it's time to fight. Mm-hmm. Everyone was fighting everyone. It was, it was really cool to see. <laughs> Except for the spike. The spike was out of there. He's like, I'm out. But the other four buck, they were all probably 120-inch, eight-point. There was an eight and a nine-point. All mainframe eights just. It's still, it's still funny, though. You, you just rattle. And then out of every direction, five different buck come in. They, they just, all they they all just start up. fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> They literally all showed up and met like right in the center point, and it was open there. I could have shot anything right there. Look what you started. I know. <laughs> it was so cool. But that was my plan because we had a couple windy mornings, and that was a calm morning. I'm like, I'm going to try rattling in here. A deer's going to hear it from further away and try to make something happen. I mean, it worked. It totally worked, but not what I wanted to shoot. Like I said, I would have shot any one of those buck and pee. I'd have been happy with them, but... I don't know. It was just weird. After that, it was just like, well, I mean, I'll shoot. Uh, I was ready to shoot. We had some we had some turds on that farm that Austin calls them. <laughs> you know, 130-inch, five- and six-year-old deer. I was ready to shoot any one of those. Mm-hmm. Just never did, never did deer, see them. Them deer do got some big bodies, though, those old deer. They do, yeah. It was yeah, like that one I like, shot. He was yeah, massive. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you you almost you it's it's weird looking at the rack compared to their body because their their rack looks a hundred inch deer, but really they're not. Mm-hmm. Their bodies are so big. Yeah, some of those yeah, the, the racks are usually when you see a deer of that size, their racks are usually bigger than what you think you're looking at. Yeah, because yeah. of the size that you're you're looking at it compared to the size of the body, and it yep. looks smaller because the body's so freaking big, you know. <laughs> Some of those tanks, they look like they're 250, 300-pound deer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Turds. Turds. Turds, yeah. (laughs) Yep. And that's it. I mean, after, like, day seven of my hunt, that's what I told Austin. I said, I'll I'll hunt the south side of the farm. I'll be glad to shoot a 130-inch six-year-old. I'm fine with that. I just wanted to to kill a buck. I was was itchy, you know? (laughs) And it just never happened, and... Well, you got down to the south south end too late in a week. You should have. I did, yeah. Should have probably spent a little more time down there earlier, trying to look at a little more down there. Because once you got down in there, and when you did, you just seen so much sign. You said you never. There was twice the amount of sign you had on that you had on the on north the north end. side. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. There was so much more sign down there, and I did hunt down there uh, a couple years prior, so I kind of knew where to go. And as soon as I got down there, it was like. If I would have hunted this first, say, one through three or four days, you okay, Nick? Oh, my God. Jeez, oh, man. God. That was a crap. You going to make it? Yeah. You don't have to sleep 
Okay. Yeah, my fan blows right over to you too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, but if I would have hunted that south end where I sat the last couple time, last couple sits, um, whenever you wanted to hunt a scrape line, that was the time to hunt it because I went down in that bottom on the main tractor path down there. Not even a tractor path; it's a creek bottom, but it was gnarly. I bet you there was. I don't know. I probably counted 30-some scrapes going down there. And every little tree on the side. And there were some big rubs, too. I mean, there were some telephone pole-sized rubs. But every little sapling the whole way along, whole way along that creek bottom was shredded. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, man. I, I felt good. I'm like, I'm like this, is, this is it. I didn't see much in there at all. Wow. <laughs> if it was earlier when there were more hitting scrapes, not worried about finding a doe. When we first started hunting, I think I would have seen, I would have seen something good down mm-hmm. there. You'd have, probably got, you'd have probably had some opportunities down there. Yep, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's just how everything ended. It was a bummer. And then, of course, icing on the cake. <laughs> the same area I hunted, it would have been two years ago now. Two years ago, I was at the base of my tree tearing down a hang and bang set. And I had a one, I'd say 170, 180 inch buck come in chasing a doe. And I was on the ground fiddling around with tree stand and steps and everything else. And I was able to grab my bow and get. An arrow knocked, and I drew back, and it was so thick. I was on the ground. This thing was above me, grunting away, chasing a doe. I never did get a shot off at him, but I sat in the same exact area on the last day again, and um, when it was time to get down and go, it was just like we were just kind of defeated at that point. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to pull my cameras. I had three stands to pull, and I had three cameras to pull. Mm-hmm. Um, it was getting warm, too. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm going down putting a t-shirt on and I'm going to pull my stuff and we're going to roll out of here. So I roll up to the e-bike and, uh, I start coming across this CRP field. And wouldn't you know it, this buck is nose down. He's on a fast walk coming right at me. By the time I seen him and he seen me, we were 15 yards apart from each other. He was a, he was a big mainframe 10 with a kicker off his G2. He wasn't a Mongo, but he was a, I'd say, mid-140s. I would have shot him all day long. Oh, yeah. But at this point, I got a tree set on my back. I got a camera on my back. You're on a bike. I'm on a bike, and my bow's in on the handlebars on my bow on my bow holder. Yeah. And I'm, I just sat there now with my feet on the ground, sitting on the seat of the bike. I'm trying to unbuckle, unlatch <laughs> my bow, and this deer's just staring at me. I'm like, this is never going to work. Mm-mm. He turned around and took off running. But, I mean, it was just like... You felt defeated, and then you just got kicked in the nuts yeah, after he, that. Yeah, that buck just <laughs> yeah. really made your nuts hurt. <laughs> yeah. I got back to the truck. I put everything on the ground, put a T-shirt on. I'm like, I'm going back into your rest of my stuff. I'm going to take my bow with me now. I'm like, I'm done. This trip's over, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's how it ended. I mean, it was it was a bummer of a trip. Kind of, We had so much high hopes going into it with temperatures. Finally, for once, temperatures in the cold front coming in and Barometric pressure and everyone in the working class bow hunter group that I'm a part of, I think they killed 14 buck in those three days or four days, something like that. Wow. So everyone, you just seen pictures. I seen pictures all day, all day long, just rolling in. I'm like, all right, it's someone's going to, someone, it's someone else's turn. That's why we got there so quick. You were getting those pictures as we were traveling. Yeah. Everyone was killing (laughs) buck. I'm like, it's like stepping on the gas, you know? Yeah. And normally you don't drive fast. No, I usually, yeah, right. I usually <laughs> try to keep it under, you know, under, you know, 90. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. We had fun. It was a nice father and son trip for sure. But the hunting wasn't what it used to be. And I don't know. It was just a tough year. Mm-hmm. Especially when you had high hubs rolling into it, you know. Especially, too. I mean, you're not, you don't live there to do the scouting. Yeah. You know, you're just kind of, and Austin obviously doesn't have time to, I mean, it's harvest season for him. Harvest season, and then he bought that big farm in Iowa. Plus so he's in Iowa. a lot of time over there, too. Yep. So you're just kind of going off of what you know from the previous year. So it's yep. tough. Which, you know, it was tough. Which we kind of like, too, in a way. You know, it's all fair chase, and you want to learn it. It's just nice about hunting the same farm every year. Yeah. You know, but patterns do change every year mm-hmm. when you're out there. You know? Definitely seen that this year, 100%. Yep. 100%. <laughs> There was areas that were money for me the last two years, and then this year I sat. It was just like I might have seen one or two deer there total mm-hmm. all week. I might have sat there three or four times, and, you know, a morning or an evening, I'm like, all right, there's nothing happening here. Time to switch it up. Ass. But that's part of hunting, though. Yep, that's it, man. I'm glad you guys had a good trip, though, regardless. We did. We had, yeah, we we had, had a fun. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We had fun. It was just, it was hard to, it was hard to leave empty handed. It was, you know, I was, the hopes were so damn high, you know, the morning we were leaving. That's how how it's been here too. It's been, yeah, it's been been slow. The morning we were leaving, I think dad said stay in the stand till nine, nine 30, something like that. It was eight 45 and I'm just like, it was getting warm. I'm like, which we just set the clocks back. So it would have been 10 30. Yeah, uh, it was nice for your guys, huh? Because you only had one day, one day with a short day. Yeah, no, two days, day and a half, day and a half. half. Yeah, yeah, with the clock set back. So you had eight solid days of yeah, you know, on a normal schedule. Yeah, I mean, you got to hunt till almost seven o'clock, kind of. Yeah, between six thirty seven. Yeah, yep. Depending where, if you were in the woods, it would get darker quicker. But yeah, Amish time. Yeah. They use it all year round. Yamish. Yeah. But no, all we had we had fun. It was just a it was a bummer to end the way it ended and I don't know. Like we say every year. We could have stayed here for another week, <laughs> two weeks. Hell yeah. The season. Yeah. <laughs> could have stayed there for another couple of days if I got a shot at that good uh, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. No kidding. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so and actually, that that where he's trying to explain, I think that was right near that scrape that I made down there and sending it up. Um, down or up? Well, I don't know. If, he don't said know. it was the east side of that CRP. East to me is up on, on the field on, edge, on the higher side. on the higher side. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. That's where I'm thinking. And I think what he means by that pinches pinches up along that cattle fence right there. Yep. Yeah. That's did what you, I was thinking. Did you put deer pee in it or your pee? Uh, deer pee. I had that. Paul Pollock's. Oh, yeah, yeah. That that, uh, Paul himself (laughs) gave to me. It was his top shelf stuff. Mm. It was a two part thing one for the dough and one for the buck on a scrape. I was Mm -hmm. freshening up scrapes back to the farm. Yeah, he was pissed on them. Yeah, me and Kane peed in them, and then we had a big eight point come in that night and freshen it up. Yeah. (laughs) Two (laughs) hours later. Well, that's my plan for tomorrow. I'm going to go back and do that, try to get more on a buck. I'm going to go back and do that. and. Pop a couple cameras around. We'll see. All right. That's all we got for Illinois. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a 2023 it. recap. I mean, stay tuned. We got some we got some stories coming up here soon, but mm-hmm. tonight we're talking about Illinois. So, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to add, Dad? If not, we're going to wrap this thing up. No, that was it. 
I mean, it just, you know, not successful, but it was, it was a nice trip. It was a nice hunt. It was very enjoyable. Hey, maybe yeah, we'll go out late season for a long weekend again. Who knows? Yeah, that would that would be nice. I'd be okay with that. I mean, we got tags still, so. Yeah. At that point, it all the cost you really is a trip out. Yeah. yeah. Licensors are paid for. You might as well get an extra couple of days out of it if you can. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll, maybe I'll shout out to Austin here later in, later in the season. Yeah. See, see what's going on at that point. But that's about it. That's 2023 recap for Illinois. Yep. And, yep. uh, yeah, I guess we'll Good focus luck to the rest PA. of your season here in PA. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dad. Yeah. You're on, you're next. You and Mara. I, I might, uh, I might give it a day here. Uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, Sunday. it's in the middle of November and you need to buy a license still <laughs> for PA. Uh, yeah, yeah. PA. Yeah. I got my <laughs> Illinois license. Yeah, I, I need a matters. PA license. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went to buy one once and couldn't, couldn't get one that day. They were shut down their computer system. Always. I think it was the only day I was in a sporting goods store this fall. <laughs> this year. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we still got camp coming up in a couple weeks. Yep. Yep. We usually at least get one down up there. We'll see if we can do that. Yep. We usually put our goat knocking down up there. We'll give it a shot. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Anything else you want to add? If not, no, we're going to end it right it. here. See Let's ya. end it right here. All right, this is season two, episode number eight of the BBH podcast, and we are out of here. See you.